Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to the Inspired Table podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. Welcome back to another episode of the Inspired Table podcast. I'm Jordana Levine, and in this week's episode, we're chatting crystals with Rachel Crether, founder of online Crystal Hub Rock and Co. We talk about everything that you need to know to be working with crystals, how to use them, which ones are best for manifestation, where to put them in the house, where to put them on your body. Um, We dive deep into which crystals are most beneficial in the different areas of your life. Rachel teaches us how to set an intention when you first buy a crystal. Um, So everything you wanted to know, I guarantee it's in this episode. We actually spend the first portion of this interview... Hey! That was my dog, sorry. We, <laughs> what was I saying? Yes, we spend the first portion of this interview chatting about the business side of things. But if that's not really your vibe, then stick with it because we do get into the nitty-gritty of crystals. Monty, stop barking. <laughs> um, hey, Stop! Also, I just wanted to alert you to the fact that there are a few seconds at the beginning of the interview where the sound drops out a little bit, but it seems to sort itself out and it wasn't worth re-recording because you don't miss any vital information. So if you can bear with me, it's only a few seconds here and there, I promise the rest of the interview will deliver. I hope you enjoy this interview as much as Rachel and I enjoyed having it. been at home on maternity leave and had you know money was a bit tight and I had not coped too well after my second baby and had been I would say now in hindsight I had definitely had some sort of postnatal anxiety or depression um needless to say I was doing a lot of other things I was exploring a lot of things I was getting into meditation for the first time I was doing yoga therapy I was doing all the things um and this piece of I had heard read about something called citrine and I thought I think I need one of those because it was said to bring in abundance and also just happiness and overall joy and I was like that sounds like exactly what I need so I bought a piece of citrine and 
I didn't really know what to do at all. And I sat on the end of my bed and we've got one of those semi-detached Sydney type terraces and our bedroom's right at the front. And so I sat on the end of my bed and I held it in my two hands and I closed my eyes and I literally just imagined the front door bursting open and money flying down our hallway and filling up our house. Um, I don't even know why I did that. I think it was just an intuition thing. And um, within the next week, we had had three financial little wins, like nothing, like we didn't win lotto, but we had everything around the sort of 200 300 and $500 mark and enough for me just – I just knew. I was like, I, I'm going to do something with this at that point. I just – I didn't know what. Yeah, wow. And, uh, I thought, I thought and you I was, were going to oh. say – I thought you were going to say money came flying through the door. <laughs> <laughs> not literally, not literally. But it was – yeah, it was enough that I I just knew that there was something to this. Mm. Um, so I went and did a crystal course myself and – I still hadn't strangely worked up the courage to tell any of my friends or family what I was thinking. And then I came across my beautiful kinesiologist, Andrea, and said to her, I think I want to start a crystal business, but I feel like everyone's going to think I'm absolutely nuts. And within six weeks of that appointment, I had registered the business, told everyone what I was doing, started building a website. Like it was... What so, what were you doing before? What what were you doing when you went on maternity leave? I have spent sixteen years in advertising. I'm a media strategist, which I still, even though I don't sort of publicize it on my Instagram, I still do freelance work for pitches for different agencies. Okay. So yeah, so I was already in that sort of advertising industry. So I guess I knew how to build a brand. Yeah, and how to market um, yourself. I guess. Yeah, and how to market myself. So it felt, though, like it was beyond me marketing myself because once I started, it felt like it just naturally got traction really, really quickly. Okay, so let's talk Let's talk about that then. So you decide, hey, I really like crystals. Yeah. I'm going to make a business out of it. And so, yep. yeah, <laughs> which sounds wonderful, Whim. yeah, yes. but also a little bit whimsical, if I'm being honest yeah. with you, Rach. So, yeah. so, like, what? Did, how did you start? What did you do? From, you mean starting the business part of yeah, it? Yeah, like from, from concept idea to like, yep, going to build me a crystal shop. Well, I, well, firstly, I started to work out where I was going to source my crystals for from, and I came across, a, I visited a few places, but um, I came across a man in southern New South Wales who kind of became a bit of a mentor to me, and he's he's been in the industry for 20 years, and I've, I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot from him, even more so than the crystal course itself, I would say. And I've also learned a lot just from... Um, using them myself and yeah. having friends have experiences too, which has been pretty cool. But in terms of the actual business, I would say the first thing I did was go and clear all my blockages. So, um, you know, by seeing my connection, oh my God, what are people going to think? And this feels so left field. And, um, yeah, I got rid of all that stuff. But in, and then after that, I kind of just, I think I just Googled a lot of stuff. Like I knew I was going to have to build a website. So I asked friends who 
had websites, what they did. I knew I wanted to be able to do it myself. I didn't want to have to farm it out and then make changes on and on with a website developer. Yeah. So I knew, um, so I heard of Squarespace and Shopify and I thought I'd just start with Squarespace, which I did. And what else did I do next? I, I guess I just actually started to reach out to people on Instagram that I could see already kind of had a natural um, inclination to crystals and built relationships with them. Um, the girl that I do crystal workshops with, Courtney, in Melbourne, she was one of the first people I just intuitively reached out to. And, yeah, we do crystal and essential oil workshops now together. So, yeah, I would just recommend to people to – I guess really try and find your new colleagues. You know, see Instagram as a way of building relationships, not just um, sending people free shit, which yeah. works works too. But <laughs> you know, try and make sure it's genuine because if you reach out just to a random blogger that has twenty thousand followers, you really don't know if they're genuine followers, and you don't know. Um, whether their followers are into that sort of stuff too. So, yeah, just make sure that it's a genuine relationship from the start. So did you find that in the beginning um, most of your sales were coming through your social media? Definitely. I would say they most of them still do now. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've built obviously a, a newsletter database now, so but even those database people originally came from Instagram. I have not done, I don't think I've really done much else other than Instagram, really. You're so lucky, though, because it's it's the kind of product that is just so aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> yeah. So you're never, like, you're never short of content. No, never short of content. That is, yeah, that is. And also, I think the other um, beautiful part of it is that it is always something new. You know, there's always a new piece that I've found or um, a new connection that I've had with a crystal or a new story to tell as well from friends and clients. Yeah. So, yeah, it feels like there's always something fresh to talk about. All right. Well, let, let us talk about that because that's what everybody wants to know. I want to hear some of the ways that you use crystals in your life. Well, right now, as I'm talking to you, I have a giant selenite slab <laughs> under my feet. Oh, so, when you say yeah. giant, how big do you mean? I mean probably about 40 centimetres long. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite thick. And that's no I, that's for intuition, it's for grounding, and they're the two things I obviously want when I'm on the phone chatting to you. I want to be able to um, be able to talk from the heart and make sure that I feel grounded during the conversation. So that's under my feet right now. I have um, I have crystals in the car for protection. So um, anyone that's come to my workshops has heard this story. But I'm not. I haven't got a great track record with driving, <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly car parks. I have to say. Um, what you're just knocking into parked cars? Not cars, like poles. Car oh. Parks. <laughs> Yeah. Stationary objects, yeah. Stationary objects. Okay. And not my friends. So anyway, I have a piece of black tourmaline 
in my car permanently, which I feel has really made a difference. I haven't had any pranks since, but the one day I had to actually take it out of my car, I took it out. I've had a, um, a pitch or a presentation that day and I was feeling a little bit like I needed to have some grounding. So I took the black tourmaline and put it in my pocket for the presentation. I didn't put it back in the car. And that afternoon, no word of a lie, I reversed out and banged a light at the kids' preschool in the afternoon. I was like, oh, my God, black tourmaline. <laughs> you, threw, you threw off the vibes in the car. Yeah, I really did. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I keep one in my car. I keep. I have some um, bedside table favorites. So I always have my Celestite by my table. It's um, if you look up Celestite, it's a baby blue color. I love um, it so much. Oh, I know. Me too. It's actually one of my all-time favorites. It's really calming and grounding, and it's said to help you connect with your angels. And it was kind of. It was my grandmother's color always like she, her whole kitchen was this kind of blue and oh. I always just feel really connected to her when I have it around so that's always on my bedside um apophyllite is always at my bedside which is meant to help heal the soul and I just it's just something I find really beautiful to be around um where else do I have I've, I mean I've got crystals all over the house that I rotate in and out and I have and that's the same as my bedside too. So Apophyllite Celestite is always there and usually a piece of rose quartz, but then I will rotate things in that I'm manifesting at the time or um, if I've just come across a new crystal because there's over 5,000 types of crystals. So if I've come across something new, then I generally want to live with it for a little while and see what kind of vibe I get from it before yeah. listing, listing a new type. Do you think that everybody will relate differently to specific types of crystals? I think so. I mean, well, I'm, see, I've had two types of experiences, right? So I've had the citrine that I told you about sitting on the end of my bed, programming it, and an amazing thing happened. And I also have had experiences where I have gone to – I've photographed something, I've gone to list it, and then just had a pull of, oh, I need to keep that. That's actually for me. And ha and not programmed it, but had incredible shifts too. So I had a piece of um, lithium, uh, sorry, yes, lithium quartz um, in the house, like a big cluster. And it was meant to help you release anything that still hadn't come to the surface is the general vibe of it. And I was planning on listing it, had put it aside, and within, and that week, I honestly, all the things that I thought I had worked on and released that year came back in a hit for one last hurrah that week. And yeah. I, yeah, I thought, wow, that's a really powerful one. I, I actually want to keep that one myself. So, yeah, so just to say I've, I've had experiences where I've programmed it with success and I've had experiences where it's literally just been in the house. I've intuitively known that it needs to – stay with me and it's done its own job so because I've had those two experiences I think you know the way people will relate will be different too it depends what they've bought it for or what they've been drawn to buy it for um, will depend I think how it relates to them specifically yeah look to be honest with you I don't know how you sell any of your crystals because I would <laughs> just want to keep all of them yeah, it's an occupational hazard. But yeah. <laughs> luckily, we live in a house with 12 guitars, two kids, a cat, 
and also my husband has now just started baking so he's got like all the baking equipment so sadly there's simply not enough room for me to keep more than I already do (laughs) I mean you could get rid of those kids really what a waste of space (laughs) do the kids do the kids use your crystals or their crystals do they have their own yeah they sometimes they'll just come out and say can I have that one and um if it's not too pointy and spiky Mm. generally I'll let them have it um they both have selenite under their beds too just for protection and Louis loves the little black tourmalines and Kit is just drawn to the pink ones I think too just being a girl but um but yeah sometimes they just sometimes they like them sometimes they go in and out of phases as well so yeah I wouldn't say that they use them like they don't hold, you know, hold them in their hands, if that makes sense. They yeah, just have yeah. it in and around their rooms and they'll tell me if they want something. Yeah, I think that's beautiful though because it's it's already becoming part of their lifestyle without them really even realising it yet. Like I grew, up, I grew up around crystals. I mean, they were always just in the house. I never really knew what they were doing. I just knew that they were there. Amazing. Um, yeah, and it's, you know it was a very comforting thing for me growing up. And then when I got older and I started to realize that each crystal, you know, um, held a different energy and a different meaning. And then I was able to use it when I kind of had the mindset to be able to deal with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. That is nice. So what do you recommend then for people who are starting out with crystals for the first time, perhaps they haven't grown up with crystals in the house and they'd really like to start using them. Is there is there something nice just kind of to start with? Yeah, I think that the first thing I would do or the first thing I would recommend is that they intuitively select one. So they can either um, go to a website like mine where you can select down, I want something for healing, I want something for protection, close their eyes crystal their eyes are first drawn to um, or they can go to a crystal shop and close their eyes and just see where their eyes first land is one way I would recommend for selecting your first crystal I would say nearly at my workshops we have this big I create this big beautiful mandala at the start and I get everyone to intuitively pick their crystal gift and then we program it together and then afterwards I'll tell them what it was for or what it said to be for and they always always go oh my god that's exactly what I needed so I think it's just nice to select from your heart rather than selecting from a list of what you think you might want yeah does that make sense yeah absolutely absolutely um and then I would say bring it home, cleanse it and program it and play with it and test. You know, that's something that I love doing is testing what works. You know, if I have this citrine in my wallet for the next 40 days and every time I open my wallet, I think about how abundant I am and I feel abundant in my heart, it will honestly start generating abundance for you. Um yeah, it's a test around, have a play and, and see how you go. Can you take us through um, your steps for programming a crystal? Yeah, well, I do a meditation and I've got that meditation online on my site. But basically, it's cleanse it, sit down and... Well, hang on, hang on. Let's go, let's go back a uh, step then. How do, yeah. we, how do we cleanse it? So, depending on the types of 
type of crystal is whether it can get wet or not. Okay. So that's the first important part of that cleansing. The safest way to cleanse is sage because um, you don't have to worry about whether it's a crystal that can get wet or not. As a general rule, anything ending in it can't get wet. Oh, that's um, a good rule. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just an easy one to remember, uh, particularly things like pyrite, I think, and celestite. If you put them out at the full moon, even having that kind of condensation can really affect them. So it doesn't even have to be pouring down with rain, but just those condensation mornings can make the pyrite fall off the talc. Okay. So it's something to be careful of. So sage is really the safest way. And then in meditation, the other way you can cleanse is with white light, which is generally what I take everyone through. We sit down, we imagine the white light pouring down through the ceiling through their crown chakra, down their arms, and bathing the crystal in that white light. And then um, similar to your manifestation process, really, I guess it's, it's actually connecting with that feeling of what you would like to manifest with this crystal. Mm. It's about putting up almost like a, a TV screen in your mind of exactly what it would look like, what it would feel like, what it would taste like, and then placing that once you've, you know, breathed into it and had that time to sit in that feeling, placing that crystal on your third eye and programming that movie scene in. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, and then I recommend putting that crystal, depending on what it was you were trying to manifest, if it's something work-related, put it next to your computer. If it was something heart-related, I'd put it next to your bed. Um, and then every time you walk past or you glance at that crystal, try and connect with that feeling again. It's a great way of actually um, reminding yourself to connect with that feeling of manifestation while you're looking at that crystal each time. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. I always set an intention for my crystal, but I don't really go through the visualization process, but it just makes so much sense. Yeah, well, because it's just it, it's like your manifestation process in the yeah. sense that it's, it's it's vibration. So you're connecting your own vibration and what you'd like to manifest with, with the something crystal. with the crystal that is of perfect vibration. Yeah, uh, I mean, speaking of vibrations of crystals, mm. I and I mean, it was a couple of years ago now, but I remember when I first really felt the energetic vibration of crystals. And it was when that crystal grid was created for Lunar Nights. You've been around that before, right? Oh, my gosh. That, yeah. You yeah. can really feel it when you walk into the room. Freak, yeah. And when you, like, I, I have stood inside it, and I remember the first time I stood inside it when the shaman had built it for me, and mm. I was blown away by the energy in there. Like, you know, like I've always thought, that crystals had energy of course but to actually physically feel the energy change within that grid it was just mind-blowing that is amazing i need to meet this shaman yes <laughs> yes we can we can make that happen one day for sure um, amazing so we were talking about manifestation mm. i'd love to know as everyone else would and we'll go through a few different things but what are some of your favorite crystals for manifesting I love pyrite for manifesting and it comes in um, perfect squares. It's incredible. Like every time I show someone a natural piece of pyrite, they, their minds are blown. They can't believe that it's actually just come out of the earth like that. Um, so pyrite, citrine, 
of course, which I was talking about earlier, and also clear quartz. So clear quartz can be programmed for anything, really. It's called the master healer. And if you um, are into essential oils, you try and it's almost like the frankincense of crystals. Mm. So it's for everything. So they're my sort of top three. is, Is quartz an amplifier as well? Yes, it is. It it is an amplifier, yeah. definitely. That's why, and it, because it keeps perfect vibration, that is why it is actually kept. It, it's in clocks and watches and of laser course. technology. Yeah, I might actually get you to describe some of these crystals as we're going. So, what does pyrite? What does pyrite look like for the people at home? So it's gold. It's also called fool's gold. So mm. it can come in incredible flat suns. It can come in um, perfect squares on talc and it can come almost in a um, perfect square on top of a square. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've ever sense. seen it like that. Oh, uh, yeah. As it's, we speak. It's, it's pretty incredible, actually. Um, and all, I mean, every guy in my husband's office bought one because they were really? all just fascinated. Yeah. So it's, it's for manifestation. It's also for intelligence and creativity and um yeah men in particular are really drawn to pyrite oh my god that's amazing i've only ever seen well i've got pyrite but it's a you know like it's a it's a rock little cluster cluster. yeah yeah if you you look at that cluster you'll see there's tiny tiny squares inside that cluster yes you're right yeah yeah so the the other way it comes is like one massive big square with squares on the top of it it's pretty amazing and that's how it nat- oh i'm looking at it now that's how it naturally forms yeah that's how it naturally Whoa. forms so it just depends on the conditions that it was in um in the earth as to whether it, it gets produced in a sun or the squares or the cluster <gasps> that's incredible yeah. oh my god yeah it's, it's pretty insane yeah it's like magic um okay and <laughs> sorry <laughs> taken away by google and pyrite um and citrine Citrine is, okay, so citrine can come in a natural form, which is uh, kind of like a yellowy, browny kind of colour, um, which is quite expensive. Majority of the citrine that you see out in the real world is actually colour-blasted amethyst. <gasps> yeah, so that sort of what? really burnt orange is actually a colour-blasted amethyst, but I mean, everyone says to me, oh, my gosh, does that mean it doesn't work if it's actually amethyst? And, and all I have to go off is the story in my own house with a piece of color-blasted amethyst, uh, you know, color-blasted amethyst, a piece of citrine where I sat on my bed and my business was born. And so and I'm like, well, actually, I do feel like color-blasted citrine works because it's about connecting your feelings and your thoughts with this perfect vibration crystal so so but how how are people allowed to sell it as citrine well that's just the name of it that's what everyone sells it as interesting so yeah so i've got i've got a big i mean you're not going to be able to tell me definitively but i've got a big Mm. piece of what i thought was citrine at home Mm. and it's very dark amber it will definitely be color blasted ah yeah a hundred percent. But it, it, it honestly, I, I know from my own experience, it doesn't take anything away from it. And I know a lot of other people that work with crystals are like, 
it it works. Okay. So yeah, it doesn't take anything away from anything away from it at all. Okay, good. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was um, pyrite, that was citrine, and quartz for manifestation. Yes. Beautiful. What about for love? For love, I love obviously rose quartz. Yeah. Is the one everyone naturally goes to for love. And the thing that I love about that one is it's actually, I find it's mostly about self worth and self esteem, mm. which, of course, by increasing those two things, you're going to be able to bring more love into your life in general. Yeah. Um, so that's why I love rose quartz. And I quite often, if I'm just feeling a bit sad or I've had a bad day, I'll lay on my bed and just put my little rose quartz on my heart chakra and meditate like that. And I can instantly feel a shift. The other one that I love for love is green phantom quartz. So Ooh. yeah, I had a girl at my old work who had been, and this is actually a good point, you need to be doing the work as well. Like you need to be taking action um, when a crystal, when you're when you're working with crystals too. So you can't just buy a piece and just like have it sit in your table. And you're and like, be like, where yeah. is my soulmate? Yeah, why yeah. on earth has this crystal not worked? So um, this girl at work had been working on her heart chakra. She'd been healing all her old love stories. She had been doing all the things and then um she bought the a green fountain quartz off me and soulmate within two weeks and she was like it's the green fountain quartz and i'm like well of course that's you know that was the last sort of shift in your vibration that you needed i said but you had been doing the work anyway so um so yeah rach i need you to hook me up with a green fountain (laughs) quartz Pronto. I will. Don't worry. <laughs> You're going to get an, a, a inundation of orders. <laughs> what is going on here? Um, okay, so rose quartz and, and green phantoms, beautiful. I've never yeah. seen it before. I'm just looking at it now. It's like it kind of looks like jade but clear, like a clear yeah. kind of jade colour. Exactly. It's like a clear quartz that has these green phantoms growing inside it. Mm. So chakra so there's a lot of other crystals that are associated with love and generally they'll be green in color and pink in color they're sort of your two if you're going into a crystal shop and you're thinking love then look for green and pink type stones and generally they will be good whatever you're intuitively drawn to within those colors will will be good for you beautiful and i mean if people if people wanted to use them for Mm. love say like you spoke about placing them in your heart chakra or like I slide a um, rose quartz into my bra quite often. I love the bra, the bra crystal. Oh, it's so good. You just feel like you're hiding something. It's like your little secret. You don't even know what is happening in my bra. (laughs) So what, what else could people do? Do you think? I would say, yeah, keep it on your bedside table, meditate with it. Um, for love. Oh, the other thing that I've done with love crystals and particularly working with self-love and self-esteem is I've put one near my mirror where I get ready in Beautiful. the morning. Yeah. yeah. So just it's just like that little visual reminder of, hey, let's not say horrible things about ourselves in the mirror. Let's actually say nice things. So, mm. yeah, it's like a little reminder for me. I love that. Okay. Uh, what's next? What about money? Well, money, I tend to 
tie up with the manifestation crystals of pyrite and citrine actually mm. um they're the ones that i have had the most success with in, if you can get like a little tiny polished citrine and put it in your wallet yeah um, i'd recommend that one as well because that is also once again every time you open your wallet you're not kind of going oh oh my god i can't afford this or should i be spending this money like oh yes that's right i have this actual reminder of how abundant i am and and how grateful i am that i can pay for these groceries now or buy this present and gift for a friend yeah, beautiful. I'm glad you said that because I have been carrying around a little cluster actually of citrine in my wallet um, mm-hmm. for quite a while. And then someone said to me the other day, who was it? It might have been my dad, you know, someone who doesn't know anything about crystals. <laughs> was like, oh, do you think that's do you think that's safe to have that near your cards? And I thought, oh, I don't know. But there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with having crystals near magnetic yeah. strips, is there? No, I don't think no. I, I, I haven't had any problems. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to keep it in there. Yeah. Great. Um, Okay. What about, what about stress? Well, I always recommend stress and sleep. I tend to recommend the same things of smoky quartz Mm. and amethyst. So I have a smoky, well, actually I used to have a smoky quartz that I would keep in my bra, in my pocket when I was working like a crazy woman when I had two kids and worked four days a week and did Brock and Co in the evenings. Needless to say, I was a little bit stressed at that time. (laughs) I Um, can't imagine why. Yeah. So I, I had a smoky quartz literally attached to me every single day, just in my pocket. And funnily enough, when I left that job, it just disappeared. I cannot find it for the life of me. And, and that's something that I get emails and DMs about all the time is, oh my gosh, my crystal broke or, oh my gosh, I've lost my favorite crystal. And what I have found mostly for myself and friends is the rose quartz that my friend was wearing on her chest broke the week after she met her partner. I lost my smoky quartz. I had, I had specifically been keeping with me during that stressful (laughs) last job. You know, it, it seems to be once it's done its job, it will disappear. My or... work here is done. Yeah, my work here is the done. Crystal. Goodbye. Yeah, that's so great. You know, it's funny. Um, I've got that. I'm sure you've seen it. That big smoky quartz ring that I wear on my left hand. And every now and then, especially in winter, it'll slide off my finger. And, um, and I know that I know what you're saying about, you know, like when, when it's time, it's time and it's gone and that's fine. But there's been times where I've lost it and I have these like real serious conversations with the universe. And I'm like, (laughs) look, I understand I might not need the ring, but I really like it. So if you could give it back (laughs) and then I find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always find it. I always find it. Well, I've been, I have lost this smoky quartz for a year now, so I don't think it's coming back. No, I don't think it's coming back, but you don't need it. That's good. No, I don't need it anymore. Um, And amethyst. Amethyst Mm. is a wonderful one for stress and sleep, and um, it's good for grief as well. So I quite often gift it to people that are going through grief. It kind of, it's, it's known to still the mind and calm the emotions, and I've had quite a few people report that um, after they bought an amethyst and put it next to their bed, they've never slept better. And I've had um, a couple of girlfriends, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you just, for some reason, you are wide awake, like there's no way you're getting back to sleep. 
Um, what I've found and what I've recommended to friends is that if you keep your smoky quartz really, really close to your bed and as soon as you stir in that moment of like, oh my gosh, am I waking up? Before you even let yourself have another thought, grab your smoky quartz and then just close your eyes and just think to yourself, I'm going back to sleep now and it works every time. Wow. So, yeah, I've tested it out with a few friends and they're they're addicted to their smoking now. (laughs) I have to get one for my bed. That happens to me all the time. I think it's just like, and I mean it happens for everybody, but it's that moment where if you just have one thought that's going to take you on a tangent, that's mm-hmm. it. You're up. Yeah. You're awake. Yeah. So if yeah. you let that thought just be, I'm grabbing my smoky and oh look, isn't this amazing? I'm going back to sleep. Mm. It, it will. It will send you straight back off to sleep. Oh my god, that's so good. Is yeah. there any? Is there anything else that you feel like you want to mention that's super supportive for crystals and a particular? Just that. Um, yeah, I would say protection. I feel like as we're all raising in vibration and consciousness at the moment there is a real need to ground and protect our energy because I don't know about you but it feels like there's been quite a lot of intense energy around this Uh, year yeah yeah so and lots of change as well obviously so um part of I keep a black tourmaline at the front door I mentioned I keep one in my car and I tend to just like to have it with me a lot. I have one in my handbag and I just think it's a nice one or onyx as well. So just something black for protection as well would be what I recommend everyone has in their collection. Beautiful. What do you think, Rach, what do you think some of the biggest um, misconceptions are around crystals? Well, I think we've sort of touched on it, but it's that thought that I'm going to buy one crystal and it's going to change my life. And Yes, like that actually has happened to me. (laughs) Um, But you also do need to be working in tandem with the universe as well. You need to be taking action and, um, and healing and doing whatever it is that you need to bring that manifestation into life. Um, taking action basically as well, not just looking at the crystal kind of going, Hey, when are you going to start working, buddy? So what what do you think, what do you think are some of the things that people don't actually realize about the power of crystals well I think that people don't realize that crystals actually work through the human energy system so the auras and not the physical body Um, and so when you think about the way acupuncture works or kinesiology works and it's that shifting of energy um, yeah I think that People just think that, oh, it's just a rock that sits there and actually it is it is creating shifts in your body because of its vibration. And actually a great um, tool that I like to use, and you can test this out, all you need is two clear quartz points or I've used, sometimes I'll use a citrine point and a smoky point and just go outside and put your feet on the grass. If you're ever having one of those days where I can't get rid of this negative loop in my head or um, I like I can't shake this negative vibe if you go out with two points and put one point facing downwards out towards your fingers and one point facing inwards towards your body and just place them on your hands with your feet firmly on the grass and imagine a circle or a circuit it's called it's it's for creating a shift basically and if you just think energy in 
positive energy in, negative energy out, positive energy in, negative energy out, and visually think of that circle and loop, you will instantly feel a shift. Mm. So I guess it's just, I just want to encourage people to test out these things and keep a piece of citrine in your wallet. And if you are feeling sad, put a piece of rose quartz on your chest or go outside and change that negative thinking loop by creating a shift with two points. And um, yeah, just just use it in your own life and, and have a go. And you'll, you'll yeah. What do you think about crystal infused waters and products and crystal infused food and all that sort of stuff? Well, I love um, the crystal infused waters, and she's just changed her brand name. It was Madame Dry, yes. and it was O Sun Sparkling. That's right. Yeah, and so I actually met Sam. She she came to one of my workshops, and she's an incredible girl. And she actually does it with the vibrations. You know, it's it doesn't have actual crystals in the water. But on the full moon, she uses the vibrations of those crystals at the peak of the full moon to infuse those waters with energy. So, I mean, personally, I think we're energy beings and and she's using the energy of crystals at such a key time. I, I, I feel like I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I'm a believer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a believer. believer. Do you so, Have you played around with infusing stuff at home with crystals? What I've done is I've actually had um, slabs of crystal. So it's the same thing. It's about um, it's not putting the crystal in the actual water, but it's putting a glass of water on top of a crystal, if that makes sense, like yes. a coaster. Yeah. And um, and so I, I might I gave it to my sister actually when she was pregnant. I gave her a moonstone slab because she had some troubles with her last pregnancy. And I said to her, every night just pop your glass of water on top of the moonstone and when you wake up in the morning – and it's been sort of on that moonstone energy or night, I want you to sit up, drink that glass of water straight away and just visualize that baby growing big and strong and its little arms growing and its little legs developing. And, um, yeah, so she's nearly – she'll be – she's having the baby in December. So it's all gone well this Oh, wow. It is, it, yeah. is, it is December. She's having yeah. it very soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, wow. so, yeah, I do, I do believe that you can infuse water – or the energy of crystals can be um, the vibe. What am I trying to say? I do believe the vibration yeah. can can come through the water. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I um I played around a little bit with some pointers just surrounding um, ferments that I was doing in the kitchen. So ah. fermenting kombucha, or you know, uh, when I was making some kraut and just setting up a grid around it amazing and I mean, well I think it went well I mean how do you know you don't really know no you just have I to get a sense of it but it felt yeah. it felt really special it felt like a really beautiful ritual for me so if that's all that comes out of it well then that's great too I guess have you seen that um rice experiment where yeah. someone yeah someone has you know said I hate you to the rice one one thing of rice and infused another one with love energy and I can't remember what the other one oh and then ignoring and actually the ignoring one was worse than the hate one yeah yeah that was his name Dr. Emoto that's it yeah so I mean that just goes to show there has been experiments which prove that energy can be infused into food and water and other objects 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Beautiful. So, Rach, if people want to buy some crystals off you mm-hmm. and look at your delicious collection, where should they go? At therockandcoshop.com.au. Beautiful. And and what's your Instagram handle? Because it's so wonderful. It's just Rock and Co. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for thank sharing. Thank you so much for your... having me. Oh, you're welcome. Sharing all your crystal wisdom. It's been it's been really lovely chatting to you. And you know, it's, it's chat- funny, like I have all these crystals sitting around the house and whenever I bring them home I always give them an intention, but I don't really do much more with them than that. So I'm gonna really start trying to use them a little bit better. Yeah, just take one or two and start with that and then see what shifts happen. Yeah, beautiful. All right, yeah. well thanks, honey. Thanks so much for the chat. If you enjoyed that interview, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. And if you feel called to leave me a rating or review, I would love that as well. Um, Also, if you did like this episode, take a screenshot of it on your phone and post it to social media so other people can see how much you loved it. Um, And if you're posting it to Instagram stories, then make sure you tag me at Jordana Levine and Rachel at Rock & Co. Her handle is in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Jordana Levine, wishing you an inspirational week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.